Hey, 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 everyone. Welcome back to Spilling the GNC Podcast. You're here with Paulo. And Dr. Tom. Now, we're here to give you the opinion you never really asked for. I'm giving it anyway. That's right. Now, Paulo, here's a performer. Oh, and Dr. Tom's a psychiatrist. Hmm. And we're here to give you our professional... Professional. Professional review on... Drag Race UK Season, season 3. So, let's raise a glass. Or a bottle. And start spilling... The GNT Podcast. Clink. Clink. <laughs> that clink we're, actually, we're actually in sync then. That clink, clink is, in sync. is just like really campy, isn't it? Like clink, clink. Like if we had a TV show, the clink would be like that wink to the camera. It's a very brunch noise. Yeah, isn't it? it's very clink. It's, it's, it's come on, girls, clink. It's the gay sound. It's a very gay sound. It's, but with very gay people. Yeah, well, you. Yeah. Podcasting about drag race. <laughs> no, I mean, really? how much don't gay? You, don't you even try to begin Deny to. It. Um, first of all, Tom wants to apologise that the podcast is coming out late. I do. Um, I want it's to very sincerely apologise to our is... legions of fans all over the world, from Mauritania to every continent except Antarctica. To Dagenham. To Dagenham. To um. To to where, where else? I, I've just learned about Dagenham because of a musical. Because of a musical. Because musical. Um, all the way to Hull. Yeah, these are places See, in the UK. Well, keep going. Keep keep naming places in the UK. Go on. Um, uh, Dover. Dover is a place in the UK. Yeah. Um, there there is rugby. Well done. We can end it there. Thank you. you. Gone for some pretty unusual choices. <laughs> these are the places that I know. Yeah, we have to we had to release. Originally, the reason for releasing it a day late was because. Tom was supposed to go to Steps. I was very, very excited to go with my bestie to see Steps, um, but unfortunately work got in the way and neither happened, neither Steps nor podcasting. Um, I'm not asking anyone for, to feel sorry for me, but I am a martyr to the NHS. <laughs> so, you know, I'm not saying anybody should praise or worship me, but... Yeah, the sacrifices that you make. Oh, you gave up Steps. I gave up Steps. You gave up Steps. I gave up on-time podcasting. And and now your friends have unfollowed us from the podcast. Yeah, we're and not they're, talking um, They're no longer listening. No, they're no longer. So we've we've lost we've lost someone from. Was it North Wales? North yeah. Wales. Yeah, from our, our Bengal. From Bengal. <laughs> our listenership in North Wales has halved. We're on the semi-finals. We're on the semi-finals now of ah. Drag Race UK season three. And what an interesting season it's been, full of twists and turns and production. Oh, that, that is such a generic thing to say. It's, it's, it's so interesting, twist and turns, Tom's. It's been tw- it's, a, it's a tornado. It's I, been going. Well, it's been going around and around. Like what the hell is happening? I don't, I don't think I say that. We have fallen. You, you fell out of love of, with it, and then we fell back in love. And I don't know where I stand at the moment. I think we'll always love the queens of this season, but the this season has been overshadowed by production shenanigans. Do you know what it is? Is that there's someone in production that just really wants to be on the show, so they're really trying to sabotage these queens <laughs> um, because they're jealous. Yes, that's the only that's what, reason. That's the so only reason. There's someone in production that didn't make it, that didn't make the cut, and they're taking that out on the girls. And that's what's happened. And also, I just want to say that Ella came for me. <laughs> um, <laughs> I feel very attacked. And um, I'm triggered. I'm triggered. Well, and I do not consent to this, just, Ella. Just to give a bit of context, uh, I, obviously I post about the queens every week. I posted about Ella is um, uh, what they call daft, daft shader. Her, um, her brow wars performance. And um, Ella, to be fair to her, she did like the pick, and she left a little comment underneath that I think we're going to take in gentle good humour. That said. Um, since the effect of I'm I'm not Paolo's favourite. So A, I'm super... Tom, Tom, don't miss... What was the actual quote? Well, I'll read it. Um, I think... It was like something like, 
do not trust Bolo. He's a fugly slut. I <laughs> mean, it was something. It was very triggering, and um, I do not consent. I um, do not consent. <laughs> I think it was in gentle good humor. I think it's in gentle good humor, and I was actually super duper flattered that Ella had even listened to the show. I think that's actually monumental. So if if you're listening this week, Ella, we do love you. Yeah, um, well, there we go. <laughs> what Ella put? What Ella put was Bolo's my number one fan laughing emoji. I replied. Why did you reply to that? Tro- Someone's trolling me. No, it's, okay? actual, it's actual Ella Day. She attacked me. She attacked me online. She trolled me. She didn't. She was having a little she came bit for of me. fun with us. She was. Ella, did you or did you not come for me on our Splitting the GNT <laughs> podcast page? <laughs> no. Ella, Ella, are you cyberbullying us? Yeah. No. Um, talk, about the, talk about that in the mirror. I, I, okay? it, it did actually give me pause to reflect because like, we do, we do pride ourselves on having like, you know, a positive attitude on the show and not not tearing anybody down. I did think, oh gosh, have, have we have we been mean about any of the queens this season? And I even canvassed a few of our a few of our reg- my regular correspondents who listen. Tom, you are a slave to people. You really are to oh, the NHS, interested. to to, to people with opinions, to anyone um, online. Look. I said what I said. I don't remember half of the things that I said. I don't ever feel that I've been hateful, but I didn't. I mean, that's for me. That's all in fun. I mean, I'm it all, sh- it's all in fun. I, uh, I, I don't think. I, don't, I really don't think she came for me. I'm no, 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 we don't think. I'm just joking there. And also, like Ella's obviously phenomenally talented, and presumably, okay, th- total. Co- Overcompensation. No, no, but I'm going to say she's she's clearly she must be thicker skinned than caring about what a pair of silly queens think about her on a podcast, right? Right. Yeah, of course she is. But I canvassed some of our listeners. I checked in with Anna and Wilhelmina and Ashley and Charlie um, and Jan. And um, yeah, they um, they said, we're fine. There's nothing to worry about. Us and Ella will be good. We'll be good. I think we are good. I think we're good with all the queens. If there's anyone that we have been harsh on, let's be, real. Let's be for real. Let's be Scarlet. This isn't, yes, if anybody. But I think... We were more harsh on her, her portrayal, and Scarlett had more bratty moments than anybody else. Yeah, um, there were things that Scarlett did, and then I think what I didn't like is everyone's reaction to Scarlett, which was none, and I didn't, I didn't appreciate that what a white twink can get away with compared well, to what a black person can if mm-hmm. they do the same thing or something similar on drag race and it was that that so it wasn't specifically scarlet it was the drag race viewers and i say fans I, in inverted commas yeah. because of the way that um certain queens are treated but i would say what, i mean i think me and ella our children would be beautiful Absolutely, and, um, stunners. There stunners. it is. There it is. Get in touch, Ella, yeah. for that very interesting IVF program. You're very welcome. Um, what I would say as well, just on the subject of Scarlet, there, what what I think most of what we said is probably more of a reaction to a favoritism push as well, which is more of a critique of production than Scarlet as a person. Scarlet's obviously a rich and complex person with lots of wonderful qualities, like all of us, and also a very talented drag queen. Um, but we did resent her production push. Yeah. And I, I think you're right as well to highlight the difference in reaction between black and white queens. And she's kind of a little case study in that, I think. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. But this season 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 three UK has just been it's 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 been. Do you know what? It's it's gonna be unfortunately, I can just tell from 
people's comments on Instagram and stuff is not going to be remembered as favorably as like season one or two of UK, which are actually held in very high esteem by many corners of the fandom. It's unfortunately going to be somewhere along the lines of Down Under. Mm, because well, too much meddling, too much production meddling. Too much. Too much. Too much. Too much of a muchness. Mm. Let the Queen shine on their own. And That's they can. It. And That's they can. It. Trust the Queens to shine on their own. Yeah. That's the message. You hit the nail on the head there, Barlow. Thank you. You've I'm, been drinking truth serum. Well, you know, I'm, I'm good at hitting it. I'm oh God. <laughs> I'm go for it, don't oh. I? That was yuck. That was vulgar. We're not that we're not that kind of person. No. I don't know where they came from. That was disgusting. Not I apologize. That kind of girl. I am not that kind of uh, girl. Um look, we're on the semifinals now. I wanna get into it. Uh, I like when it starts to get smaller and smaller because we start to get to know much more about the queens. And I think what's happened is that the reason why I said um, Ella just came out of nowhere is because mm. she didn't really get any screen time in the beginning of the in the earlier episodes, and it makes much more sense. There's no there's no need to give her a lot of airtime if she's going to make it all the way to the finale. So they've obviously saved her for later on because I do but feel like she's come alive in the later episodes. You still want to build plotline though, and I do think this is production's fault as well because when somebody feels like they've come from nowhere, even though Ella was winning challenges as early as episode four she won girl group challenge which i believe was episode four you know she hasn't really emerged from somewhere she was top three in the second sewing challenge as well you know the 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 camping challenge um she's not really come from nowhere it's more production's fault for not giving her a storyline if you ask me you know who, who, if we think Kitty does have a storyline, she's kind of like she was Pandora boxing it for ages and now she's having a flourish. That's a storyline. Mm-hmm. And then um, uh, Crystal has had a storyline. She's been like the the kind of, oh, she's the young queen who shines and everybody underestimates her and puts her down for being a young queen, but she's actually really fabulous and multi-talented. She's the Jocelyn of America's Next Top Model. She's, yes, um, exactly. So Jocelyn, well, I can't remember, was it season, season eight? Uh, when she was... Amazing, amazing, amazing. Mm-hmm. In the first few episodes, she was getting like top top picture, top picture. And then all of a sudden, she wasn't. And she started going downhill. And there's a, there's a moment where she's like, I hope that the judges don't say that you were so amazing in the beginning, but now you're dying. You know, your yeah. flame's dying. She, she really wanted it. And I really feel like Crystal's got that. She, was, she started off very strong, top, top, high winning. And then she's just kind of slowly gone to the back of the room it's funny again production's a bit messy here because she was over favored in the first few episodes and she's been under favored a couple of times the past few episodes like in the ball for example yeah um and then we've got vanity who does have our kind of underdog lip sync assassin kind of trajectory um she's really shone in those lip syncs but as a personality they haven't rounded her out with a story, if you yeah, ask me. Yeah, if I was to ask you, mm-hmm. who was Vanity Milan? Yeah. Who was she? I'd say, like, I can say that she's she's a bit cheeky and fun and shady, but that's about all I can say about her. Mm-hmm. Like, she has her fun, shady moments, but, like, that's about it. That's yeah. about all I can say about her. There's because no they've not rounded her out. There's no depth. And, yes. And the storyline has not been given depth, yeah. Who was Kitty? Kitty's had a lot more rounding out, I think. She's more your kind of like... As in she's put on weight. <gasps> oh, 
Tom, can, can I not be? Are you gonna crystal me? Are you? Are you all gonna come at me like Crystal? Because I still feel like Crystal was funny. And Victoria Scon, welcome to drag. People read each other in the room. I'm very sorry. I am not gonna apologize for that. We can't apologizing for that. No. Um, no, Crystal. I think not. Crystal, sorry, Kitty. Um, you know, we've we've learned a lot more about like where her confidence comes from and stuff, and her her body positivity. And her relationships with the other girls are more evident. Like, she's a bit of a kind of diplomat cheerleader type. You know, she doesn't get into many fights. I don't agree with you there. I, I think she's... I've said it before. I think she's got a tendency to try and diffuse tension rather That's than... That's not true. It. That is not true at all, Tom. I've, I you have to remember the times where out of nowhere she said that River should have been in the bottom. Because I actually thought that you were going to be in the bottom this week. And she was. She made that lovely air hostess... That was a bit of a weird one, definitely. That was weird. So mm-hmm. you can't say that she's a, a cheerleader. That, that came out of nowhere. And I, I have seen a few times where out of nowhere she has just come for vanity. Know, the yeah, thing you, is, you the thing is, when you say it with a smile, no one thinks you're being bitchy. And when you are inherently, when you come off as a nice person, because she does, Kitty is warmth. Yeah, Kitty is like she's someone that I would want to be around. She makes me feel comfortable. She's just she's full of life. She's full of laughter. But so when people like that make digs, people don't see it because of that person that she is. But she's come for vanity a few times, I, quite quite like. Yeah, and, and I've seen it, and I, I've been like, ooh, actually. I don't hmm. deny that. I guess what I'm also thinking of, particularly when there's so much tension between Scarlet and the other girls, um, I saw her trying to diffuse some of that tension and being a bit diplomatic. No, she was only trying to protect Scarlet. No, no. you have to. No, no, no. She's uh, always, always trying to well, protect Scarlet. You're talking over me. I'm explaining. Um, <laughs> like, what I saw. Well, you were. Am I putting a Scarlet? <laughs> you, you can't get a word in, can you? What I'm saying... Should I walk out the room? We saw a different... Th- yeah, go on. <laughs> Don't come back. Um, we're seeing... I think we're seeing different things there. You're seeing her kind of like siding with Scala. I saw her like uncomfortable with the tension and trying to diffuse things rather than add to it. But anyway, we saw different things and that's fine. Neither of us know Kitty. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, and who was Ella? Ella, I actually, I actually feel like we have got to know Ella. I think Ella is quite sweet, a little bit awkward, has a dry sense of humour, um, and is just really, really talented and sort of comes to life on stage, but is more introverted off stage. Absolutely. And I do, feel, I do feel like we've got to know her in that sense. I've seen it since day one. Ella is a star. Mm. Okay. I have loved her. Roll the tapes. Yeah, I hope Ella's roll listening. the tapes. I have said nothing <laughs> bad about Ella. I don't know where she's coming from. I don't know why she's attacking me online. But I have been her number. No, I do feel like because Ella came in as a professional, mm-hmm. as she came in with, you know, she's she's toured, she's done West End as a performer. Especially in music theatre, if you've done the West End, you're the shit. Let's be, you are the Absolutely. shit. Absolutely. You, you, you're people, you're up there, aren't people you? go to college to, to try to get a part in, in these places. And if you've done it, if you've been in it, you mm-hmm. are the shit. So, so naturally, I was like, she's going to be amazing. Mm-hmm. And maybe I have held her to a high standard, but yeah. You you should be, which is what happened last week. <laughs> you when, you know, should absolutely be held to a bigger standard. You did the West End when we were picking tops and bottoms last week. That's what we were doing. She was being held to a high standard at that club that we went to. 
picking, yeah, <laughs> me just bantering off you, I picking don't... tops and bottoms. Oh, that was that did not land. I'm sorry. That was Tom. a thinker. That one. Tom. Bloody hell. Work screwed you over. <laughs> Work's changed you. I'll loosen up after my. You're first changed, drink, Tom. You? You're changed. I don't know who you are. I've changed out of my scrubs. Uh no, but there are times. I remember episode one. Um, it was a. It was that. That what was it? That exercise. No, that was mum, episode two. Episode two. The exercise mum thing, and I thought she was going to be amazing, and I saw her. I didn't see her shine. That was our first... But how do you shine when everything was a mess? That's it. That was our first glimpse into the shambles that was the organization Mm -hmm. of season three. And again, we come back to the girls' light being dimmed a little by a poor showcase this season, I would say. Yeah. Is that a good time to maybe turn to our latest episode? Yeah, let's have a look. Let's have a let's have a geese. Is that what they say here? A geese. Oh, well, Tom, I don't know. Just just make it sound like it's a thing. Yeah, it was a yeah, bro. Let's have a geese, eh, mate? Yeah. <gasps> We're back. We're back. And thus back starts episode nine of us reviewing Drag Race UK. Tom, how do you feel about this? I feel excited. Yes. I feel full of vivacity. <clears throat> oh, that's um, a word. Mm. Oh, there she is. There she is. That's the dictionary. Welcome to the semi-finals. Yeah. Let's get into it. The girls are coming back in. Remember, no one was sent home last week. It was actually a lip sync for the win. And the win that was between Kitty Scott Claus and, and Ella Day. Yeah. We re-watched um, that lip sync. And, and again, I just, it cheered me up. And I tell you, you just <laughs> highly entertained by Kitty dancing. I tried explaining to you and you do, you, you're, you're refusing to understand this is the appeal she's basically embodying the appeal of girls loud girls loud were like girls next door they were gorgeous and amazing and wonderful but they weren't perfect they were accessible they were relatable and that's what their dance routines and their videos and their songs embody but do you do you know what kitty reminds me of kitty reminds me of and this lip sync she reminds me of you know like when your little niece yeah. learns a dance yeah. and she's like i really want to show you i really want to show you and then they play the song and then they walk and they do like all of their singular moves that that one and then that one and then the point and then the gasp and then the lip that's what i but felt like i was watching it was just I was, my niece is more of a freestyler really I found that very a routine girl very entertaining i mean we did get to see the uh the variety of movements from my favorite personally <laughs> and i've never spoken in ill word and i i will come for anyone who attacks my ella you <laughs> hear me you're gonna have to drop that now. <laughs> there, was come, little, there was a little moment in that lip sync and it was it was endearing it was endearing where ella was kind of like thinking about what to do next it looked like tom how kitty, dare you kitty i know come for me how Go dare on. you kitty had the whole routine mapped out in her head because she's she's done that routine as part of what's her what's her tribute group called like loud girls or something i don't, I don't know um uh she's done that a hundred times she just knows she has whereas ella had to kind of like you know come up with her own thing and think on the spot and it was there were two very different performances but there's a double win um, so the girls come back into the room and they're kind of talking about the playing field now, aren't they? So no one's going home, no mirror message, no, no misery, no, no. sadness, no condolences. Um, so the, the, the scoreboards are, Ella is clearly in the lead with three wins and no bottom two placements. Absolutely. Kitty has really brought up, you know, she's come, she's been bringing up the rear, darling. She's been bringing up the rear. Um, and now she's got two wins and no bottom two placements. Same as Crystal, who's also never been in the bottom two. 
but mm-hmm. she got two wins. Um, and then we have Vanity, who does have one win, um, but she's been in the bottom three times. Yes. So Vanity, wonderful, amazing performer that she is. Has well, she's work. won three lip syncs if you She has. There. You can look at it that way. You can give it that. But don't forget that Kitty also has a sash. Oh, yeah, which is I'm not letting anybody forget. Yeah. She has got a sash down. Yes. Um, so Vanity technically does not have the best track record going here. So Vanity's got something to prove. You know what? This episode. You know I love Vanity, but this is what Vanity says. It doesn't matter how many badges you have; it's about what you bring to the table here and now. Girl, um, it absolutely matters. <laughs> yeah, Listen, like it absolutely matters right now in the semi-finals. How many badges you have? It's like it's, it's, it's she's basically saying like you know when you're running a triathlon and yeah. you're like yeah I can still win even though people have finished the race, <laughs> even though people have already finished. I'm like girl, the race is over. How do you think you can win? What Vanity's <laughs> telling me here is that she entered Drag Race without ever having watched a full season of Drag Race. <laughs> Um, Vanity, that's what you need to do right now. You should be thankful that you're in the semi-finals. Start making a catchphrase if you don't have one. Uh-huh. Start Think looking at ways merch, to merch um, sell merchandise. Yeah, and um, do something that's never been done before you leave. Yeah, that's what I, I mean. Like, surely right now you know that you're buying time. Three lip syncs and one badge, and then there's the other girls have never been in the bottom. Like she is, she's 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 fighting against the currency. I'll tell you what, though. I'll tell you what. Cameron Michaels got into the top three of season ten, ten with the the same track record. She'd lip synced three times. She had one win, and she got to the top three because of a specific format. Okay, but still, you know, straight. The thing is that the statistics just aren't with her. Nobody's nobody's won Drag Race with with three bottom three placements. Yeah, you can win with one badge. Evie Oddly did it. Mm. What? Not one badge, one win. <laughs> no badges there. No, no badges. I mean Evie'd only won one, um, one, uh, one challenge. Yeah, yeah, but she was okay. consistently high. So, I mean, there's a clear picking order here. This right now, it's Ella's to lose, and I've said that since day one that Ella was a shining star, <laughs> and I won't hear a bad word against Terry. <laughs> I won't hear a bad word against Terry at his funeral. Terry. But he was a terrible <laughs> husband. You're actually quoting 99. What? Actually, I introduced you to 99, oh, you Tom. you better piss off right now. <laughs> you better. where do you get off? How dare you? <clears throat> Name the lead character. Tom, it took you a while for you to even get that reference. Because you were doing the wrong accent. How? You're doing a northern accent. She's from the West Country. You know what? I told you that in confidence. Tom knows I'm not good at accents. <laughs> we we, we Tom, had a whole conversation Tom, about it last week. How dare you? How dare you hit me where it hurts? I'm working on my accents. Sure, I've lost many parts <laughs> and because of my bad accent. dodgy accent work. Yes. One musical, I won't say which, um, changed the accent of the lead character. And I don't know if it was because they're like, Bolo is so bad, but like, he's, a, he's a good dancer. He's a good singer. <laughs> I think that's what they're like. They're, they're like, like let's, let's just give, let's just chuck this guy a bone. He's obviously the worst accent like, guy ever. Bert from Mary Poppins can be a Kiwi, right? Yeah. 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 Kiwi with Jamaican twang. Sure. <laughs> why not? Let's, let's give him that role. Um, so the dynamics are quite interesting here. We do see, we do see Ella and Kitty really kind of, pushing themselves as rivals and front runners. And I do feel, and I do feel for vanity in this situation because I do feel like, I feel like she must see the writings on the wall 
Mm. But also there's a lot to be celebrated. I hope she can see that. She's in the top four. She's made her mark on the competition. She's an amazing lip syncer. But still, it must be difficult when you're in that position and to be so close and to know logically that you don't have the best track record and to feel quite maybe just that the others are kind of like reveling in their glory and you're a bit like, oh, I can't quite compete with that right now. Mm. Um, Crystal's not very vocal from the outset of this episode, but I think we, we come to that in a moment. Yeah, well, the next day they come and she is... I mean, she's quite obviously not wearing any makeup. And it's like, you know what? It's like on TV or like in movies, mm-hmm. whenever whenever the lady is sick, yeah. whenever whenever a lady is um, ill yes. or fallen sick, they just don't put makeup on her. Just don't put makeup That's on her. That's all they do. They just... And I really felt that uh, Crystal was embracing that. He's like, oh, I'm theatrical. I'm not going to wear any makeup. <laughs> I'm not going to wear any makeup because I'm really sick. Look at me. Look at me. Look at my skin. Look at this. I'm, I'm pale. Pale. She, she was very, you know, glorious Norma Desmond, wasn't she? Just kind of like lurching around and being like, oh, my death's dull of. Um, but poor Crystal, she she... I'm going to say it now because we, we've seen, you know, a bit a bit of the episode. There's very little contribution from Crystal this episode. I, I don't feel... I, I'm actually a bit worried about it. It doesn't look like she's got any energy. I hope she's okay. I think she's quite sick. I hope somebody made her a nice cup of tea or something. Uh, Poor mm. little thing. The Maxi Challenge this week, uh, they have to... <clears throat> You're defending your life in the Pearly Gates comedy roast. So to repent for your sins, they need to write a stand-up set where they roast themselves. But they also need to roast the judging panel. That's RuPaul, Michelle, Allen, and Kathy Burke. Yes. And I, then, By the way, Kathy Burke, Burke, British comedy legend. Love her. Great. Yeah. And then they also are told that the eliminated queens are going to be in the audience. So feel free to let those queens have it as well. <laughs> so basically, fun. anything that moves, roast them. <laughs> roast it. Roast it. Like okay? it's a chicken. Like it's a buffet. Oh. Yeah. That's what, just, just, just cook the damn room up. Ella the Day gets to choose the order of it because she has the most wins. <clears throat> uh, so I'll, I'll give the order. And Ella's strategy is rubbish, good, rubbish, good, <laughs> in terms of how she's going to do the girls. And she chooses... No, no, no. Good, rubbish, good, rubbish. No, sorry. No. I'm so sorry. Tom, rubbish, good, rubbish, good. Sit your ass down and shut the hell up, Bitch. please. Again, it's rubbish, then good, then rubbish, then good. So she chooses Crystal to go first and quite cleverly puts herself right up the Crystal, which I think is is like, this is chess. This is checkmate. Good guaranteed. And then she's got Vanity to follow her and then to close it off as Kitty's got claws. What do you think of this order? I think it's very shrewd. I think she explains it really well. Um, I think among this group of girls, yeah, good. Have Kitty close it out. Um, Have Crystal, if you really want to throw Crystal under the bus, have her open to a cold room. Um, Go after that. And she's a bit like... She's a bit like, I feel like she's a bit like whatever about Vanity. It's just whoever can go third. I feel like she thought out the rest of them and then Vanity can go there. I think it's, I think this serves her well. It does. It's strategic. It really serves her well. Um, not closing it off, not taking that risk, but also putting herself right after Crystal. Do you know, it was also clever. She actually honored most people's requests. Crystal wanted to go first and get out of the way. 
great. She's honoured that. Kitty wanted to go first or last, and she she's got honored hers. That. And Vanity, and Vanity wanted to go second or third. She's honoured that. So she doesn't actually look shady. She actually looks like she's being a diplomat, but she's got her own strategy. And uh, in, in a comedy roast, I always feel start strong, finish strong. Like a sandwich. Um, like a, yeah, yes. Well, no, actually, the strongest bit of a sandwich should be in the middle. Hmm. This mm. is, that's something to think about, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's a that's a thinker. That's a thinker. That's a thinker, yeah. Tom. Uh, so I think it's <laughs> it, it's good. I don't know why Crystal wanted to go first. I think Crystal thinks just get it over. You know, when you really hate something, mm-hmm. the easiest thing is just get it over and done with. But when you're opening, when you're setting the tone for a whole set, yeah. when you're breaking the ice, when you're, you know, when you're warming up the audience, it's a cold room. People are just sitting there waiting, and then you're here, bring me to life. There's so much expectation. Yeah. I don't think she understands what opening a room i mean if she does understand then i mean she's brave well actually they do have a little chat about who has any experience of this kind of thing kitty none of them have done stand-up kitty's the one with the nearest amount of experience because she's actually a regular hostess Mm -hmm. so she can at least entertain a room do a bit of improv probably has a few jokes up her sleeve that she can use um Ella says she doesn't really do anything like that but she considers herself a funny person it gives us a lovely dad joke which actually I, you were really entertained by, weren't you? <laughs> I love dad jokes. I follow the, I, I follow a um a dad jokes thing on my Instagram, and I see it all the time, and it always makes me laugh. So basically, your, your Instagram, you follow CrossFit, food, and dad jokes. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's yes. If you were if you were to scroll on my Instagram feed, what you'd see is food, mm-hmm. um, CrossFit at the exercises. moment. You're really into um, like Korean noodle mukbangs, aren't you? Yeah, they just they just started coming up, and I'm like, oh, yum, yum, <laughs> yum. Uh, especially noodles. I love watching. I love. Oh, yummy. Um, so you'd see CrossFit, you'd yeah. see food, and you'd see jokes, 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 and cats. jokes, 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 and cats. and cats. We do see a lot of cats a- animals. Animals. What What will we find on your feed? Your Your one will just be drag queen, all, drag queen, well, drag queen. Because the nature of my account, it is all drag queens, basically. Well, drag queens and fashion. I get think plenty of things popping up about like classic nineties fashion. I follow nothing drag race related, so that I don't get any spoilers. I, I, yeah. it's on purpose I, I just have to be very very careful in the way I use my Instagram if I've not seen the episode that's all mm. it's possible to avoid I think you have to look for spoilers to be honest who and do you it, think's gonna do well I just think, just from what we know of the queens I think Kitty's Kitty's gonna be a natural at this yeah, yeah I think absolutely. Kitty's gonna really excel I do think Ella's got a good sense of humour that I think could translate well here her sense of humour I've always thought of her humour as more dry than dad joke but there we go um, I I think she could do well. I think I think they're not too far away. I think she's a performer and she's a planner, and if she can write these jokes and sit down and write them, although she says she prefers more off the cuff and improving, we'll see. I th- I think she could do well. Vanity, I think Vanity has a good strategy in her head, and I really hope she can channel this well. She said something really clever and astute earlier when they were joking, and she was like, "Well, I am a joke," and she said she mentioned all the reads that have been made of her throughout the season. You know, no badges, wears orange all the time, blah, blah, blah. She's got loads of material there that she can use to roast herself. Mm. So I think Vanity could do really, really well if she embraces that. And I guess I'm a little worried about Crystal just because of her energy level more than anything today. And I feel like this is a little bit of an alien concept to her. 
Um, more so, um, more than just her energy being quite lackluster. Maybe she's sick. Maybe she's tired. Uh, at the end of the day, this is a, this is quite intense. What these queens are doing. Yeah, it's it's really fast. It is a race. So maybe that's catching up with her. Um, but I just don't. I've always been surprised by Crystal. I mean, in the acting challenge. That's the right. Acting, yeah. She's always been quite surprising to me. So I don't want to discount her yet. But comedy is, it's, again, like that, like that guy from The Help. It's, it's something that, it's like music. <laughs> some people can hear it. Some people can't. Yeah. And I don't think that she subscribes to that soundtrack. I really don't. <laughs> that's I, not part of her Spotify playlist. I, yeah, no, that's not. She, she does not do that. I think she is so fashion, fashion, fashion. And she can read a script, but being creating the source of comedy, yeah. I just I don't I don't know well, if she's she's got it yet. And also, at nineteen years old, I, I, I don't know. I don't. I mean, when I was nineteen, I was hilarious. Do you know what I think? This is a theory. <laughs> Go is on. A theory that I have, which might apply to Crystal. I think there's less pressure on people who are beautiful to <laughs> develop a sense of humor and a vivacious personality that's not some massive read of crystal but god doesn't always give with both hands is what i'm saying okay um and she's beautiful she's beautiful and if we think back to her previous comedy based challenges especially the unscripted ones like say snatch game wasn't her shining moment Although no. I enjoy, I enjoyed her charity shop too. But then, interestingly, but it wasn't funny. It was, else, and it, it was based was, on somebody else's comedy. She was able to mimic the character, mm. but she wasn't able to take the character and find the humor, or or be witty enough to to tell jokes through yeah. that character. And I think so. Comedy is just a different thing. I think um, Kitty's got it in the bag. Yeah. Ella, Ella reminds me of so many, so many performers dancers that i know where off stage they're quite quiet and to themselves and mm. just like mm-hmm, hey like you know they're not shy but they they're just very i think i think it's true they're true just they're just she... quite an introvert but then on yeah. stage they are like wh- who the hell are you and there's one specifically um one two, there were two girls i can think of um in, in the royal family and one was kaya and kaya mm. was quite shy she was she was actively shy off stage but on stage she was this beast of a performer like i was i was I'm shocked every time I would see her because I'm mm. like, that is nothing like the girl that I know because, you know, obviously we spend so many hours together when yeah. in, in the dance company. But I'm just like, she is like, she just transforms on stage. She's the most confident person. Mm. And and I, they, they just, they find their power in performing. Yeah. They find that that, that shine, that, that star quality when they're performing. And I really feel Ella's the same. I mean, off stage, you're right. She is quite, quite dry. She is quite to herself. She's just yeah. like, "Hey, how's it dry going?" Sense of humor, a little but bit then, introverted. But then, when she's Pleasant given a script, when she has to perform, she's she's like she's very on. I, that might just bring us a little bit to the. I'm talking about Vanity. I don't know how Vanity's gonna go. Okay. <laughs> because Vanity has not. I don't. I don't think she's made me laugh. Um, I think she's like 
she's like funny and shady in interactions. I think she's shady. I think she's shady. She's cheeky yeah, shady. Um, shaky shady. What the she's hell? Shaky shady. Shaky shady. Um, God. Vanity. I don't know how she's gonna do at all. I. I don't. I, I don't. She doesn't come across to me as someone who's off the cuff witty. She just doesn't. She's not done or said anything because when people have tried to come for her, like even when Scarlett or Kitty, they're like, "Oh, you're mm. one talent." Like that. That the whole uh, use that one talent you have for me. That's not even a, a good a good like rebuttal that's not and she didn't she didn't really build off that when when girls came for her she didn't do a Bianca Del Rio she didn't do something where she shut them down um and and let them know don't ever try to come for me because mm. I can shut you down because the girls some of them kept coming for her because they knew that she couldn't she actually couldn't um defend herself with her words or with her wit and so I, 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 I feel she'll struggle in this. We'll see. We'll see. We've seen vanity rise to the occasion before. I think we'll... Um, I mean, I hope I'm proven wrong. I'm, yeah. this, is just, this is what I'm noticing. And so this is I how think I it, think she might do. She might be amazing. We'll find out. It comes back to whether she can harness the self-deprecation that we were talking about earlier, which mm. I think is what's expected of the girls here. A um, little bit of a mirror moment. I think it just comes back to what you were saying about um, Ella, and it applies to vanity as well. Because... Um, Ella and Vanity both talk about within the cultures in which they grew up, um, the presence of elements of toxic masculinity. Sounds like both of them have really lovely supportive families, but still those those toxic elements do creep through, do, you know, tell boys that they shouldn't do feminine things and um, shouldn't enjoy themselves in that way. But like it just links in with with um, Ella saying that the character of Ella is her expression of her femininity, and that the out of drag she isn't a super flamboyant person. So this links that kind of like duality of her character, I think. Um, and Vanity says that she's got a wonderful supportive family. That her Jamaican family are very supportive of her and her husband and her lifestyle and being a queen. So that's wonderful to hear. Doesn't mean that they've not felt susceptible to toxic masculinity from culture and society though way eh? mm. i find the whole masculine because she was talking about masculinity and dancing and performing mm. um the pressure to be you know a masculine show character like i was in again i was when i was in the um the dance company it was very clear the mass guys and the femme guys and they mm. there was that divide because whenever they wanted to do a more masculine dance they would use certain guys whenever it was quite obviously a femme set like mm. when it was vogue or whacking like da 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 like yeah. you know like this the the kind of girliest femme sets mm. then they'll use the femme boys and that's how the boys were separated and even though the performing art is very left wing it's very yeah. open um and very accepting. I say accepting in inverted commas because mm. even in performing arts, there is some like hints of homophobia. And I experienced it a lot because I was very much in the closet in the dance company. Right. And I was, so I was closer with, I would say the straighter guys, the mass guys. Uh-huh. And they were, they would openly say and talk about being homophobic. 
mm. and talking about the theme guys and talking down. We're all in the same That's company. And we're, like we're, we're all in the same company. We all spend so much yeah. time together. And when we're all together, there is no problems. But when it was just the guys, they would openly say to my face, I am homophobic. Like they would say that to me. And that, that kind of kept me in yeah, the closet. because been really when, oppressive. Yeah, because you spend so many hours you, you spend most of your life there at the dance studio and you want to be accepted by your peers mm. and so for them to say that it just it just it, it kind of it kind of kept kept me in the closet well I, i'm the, sorry to hear it was such a, it's so surprising and it amazing well that's me to it hear that, like you say, because if you can't fit, a liberal, if you can't fit, liberal if you don't find acceptance in performing arts as a flamboyant gay, where, where are, are you going to find, find it? it? Yeah. And so I was just there going, oh, okay, this is. But then I hear it as well. Like when I used to teach dance, a lot of the moms used to say, and I used to hear them teach, uh, say this, especially to the jazz and the ballet teachers. What, stop making my son dance so girly. Mm. Stop making him dance so girly. And like, let's be honest, like oh, a majority of the guys, the boys that stay in dancing for long are, are gay or headed that way. <laughs> or, you know, know, they're finding their way into their gaydom. <laughs> but when there's a classroom of 15 and 14 of them are girls and there's one guy, you can't expect the teacher to create choreography masculine. Mm. You have to find... Th- th- it's not going to happen. Like you can't change it all. So the majority of the movements are going to be this way yeah. because it's 14 girls and there's only one boy. And that's how it's always in dance class. It's always like one or two boys. And then there's like 14 girls. That's when you go to auditions. I feel so sorry for girls who have to go to auditions because there are so many girls going for that one role and there's not yeah. that many guys. So it is, I do feel it is harder for girls to get roles just, in professional um, performance and theater and yeah. music and all of that. I just think that use of language, like describing anything as like, oh, a boy shouldn't be doing that because it's girly or a girl shouldn't be do, doing that because it's like masculine or something. It's just ridiculous. And it just reinforces gender stereotypes um, that I think contribute sometimes to people's sense of instability in their gender identity. It's like, why can't boys do feminine things? Why can't girls do, you know, inverted commas, masculine things? People can just do what they want. We don't need to use that kind of language. It's a good mirror moment discussion. Thank you. Wasn't it, Tom? Mm. Wasn't it? Thank you. Um, but I, I think masculinity became a, a big talking point. I, I don't, I mean... You're mask passing, aren't you? Yeah. Is that what they call it? Mask yeah. pass. Are you mask? Are you masculine? I just don't define myself, actually. I'm you masculine. can't put me in a box. <laughs> if you put me in a box, I'll break out. Uh, I think we should. Let's get into the actual comedy and see how these queens go, yeah? I want to chuckle. Starting off the comedy set is our lovely Crystal Versace. Looking beautiful, like a Chanel angel. Um, Tom, what are, what are your thoughts? Do you know what? Crystal was better than I thought she was going to be. I thought she went up there with a few jokes. She did her best with a quite a confident delivery, I thought. There were chuckles in there. Maybe some of the funniest bits might have been when she got heckled, but that all contributed to the fun. Like, Rue got the biggest laugh, to be fair. The only person who's complimented me all this time has been RuPaul. Not anymore! <laughs> that was funny. That was funny. Well done, Rue. Um... Yeah, she raised a few chuckles. What did you think? Um, um, 
I've seen worse. So think think of some of your your. I do think it's worth worth thinking of some of the worst. Well, ones. let's let's go through the set. I one thing that I would like to say is that she did look beautiful. Chanel Angel. She looked beautiful. Um, she didn't look too nervous, though. the The general feel that I got from her is someone who was trying to be a comedian. It just didn't come naturally. It 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 wasn't yeah, it, it doesn't convincing. Come it's like. I think she was trying to persuade us and maybe also persuade herself. I fully agree. That fully she agree. that she's good at this, that she's got this, where I, I just don't believe even she found it. Cute to get Vanity Chase. Um, Charity Case. She played the, the whole... Charity Case. You just Char- said Vanity Chase. Charity Case. On season four, guys, Vanity Chase. Um, she's 19 and I kind of got flashbacks to... Uh, I don't think I've any, seen anyone do a young joke funny. I remember Naomi Smalls and All Stars did the, the, try to play the young, do the young thing in, in their comedy roast. Like, sure. were you even around when the oh, yeah, 19, Nintendo 64? Yeah, like that. I've never, it just, I kind of got flashbacks at that when she was trying to do the whole I'm, I'm 19 thing. Um, I actually chuckled a bit when she was talking about being a virgin. She goes, I want to bring a bit of awareness. So I'll tell you, I enjoyed, Michelle. Yeah. I enjoyed that. Now, I specifically, thought- specifically the bit where she delivered it to Michelle with that quite entertaining kind of like, it's when you've never had sex. One thing that I, there's, there's two things there. I really feel that she could have gone somewhere in that and I just don't think that it, it went anywhere but for me that's when it lifted I was like yeah. oh this is actually this is actually a bit of funny bringing awareness of virginities hello we're drag queen this slut Michelle exactly. we all know and it's, it's quite a brave direction I thought because you know she does have this very sexy image and she did she did let us know a few weeks ago that she, she she's a virgin and it's like I think I think that it's it's a fun and interesting and brave direction to go in I think Mm-hmm. But like, I agree with you. She could have taken it further. I uh, is it me or some t- like like last was it last week in the directing? Michelle was like Mother Michelle, and then this week now she's just like, okay, got it. Thank you, funny. She like she, she like she is in the roasts though. She is like that in the roasts. That standard Michelle in a row. No, I remember Bianca Del Rio. I, I also remember Jinx Monsoon coming through and she was quite laughing. Oh, no, but that, that's Jinx and Bianca because they're undeniably funny. You're talking about like masters of comedy there. Some, I just think sometimes that Michelle takes it and sometimes she does. And I think tonight she wasn't taking that. I think sometimes for Michelle, the whole whore is an inside joke and she doesn't let many people in on it. Like RuPaul mocks her, the judges mock her. But when some of the other queens should have come for the whole calling her a slut too, she's like, okay. What about Michelle Visage is so full of semen? Period. Period. No, seriously, she's, she's a, a whore. whore. I <laughs> Veronica reading her right back about, you know, she was reading her saying that she was old. She goes, the only thing getting old are these jokes. I was like, oh, so the girls are mic'd. <laughs> I was yeah. like, have the girls specifically been told to give it right Just back? Picking out, so I think some of the girls have really like trotted out. Well, I didn't get a chance to show this look, but I'm definitely showing it now. Charity is her sexy Wicked Witch of the West and Anubis looking like a Hitchcock blonde. Mm. And actually, Electra Fence looks stunning in this kind of like Lee Bowery kind of catsuit. All in all, Crystal Versace, um, Versace, I, I was, um, I mean, 
I mean, she she, she raised she, a few laughs. Let's let's think of absolute kind of like some of the worst we've ever seen before. She wasn't Farrah Moan. No, she wasn't Roxy Andrews. She wasn't Alyssa Edwards. Although Alyssa Edwards is iconic in her own right. Hmm. Shut the fuck up with your no drag knowledge <laughs> mouth. <laughs> what the fuck you know about winning? <laughs> Uh, don't get bitter just get, get better and she did hmm. she was totally kind it's really dry kind of like your vagina <laughs> <laughs> look it wasn't the greatest sit but got kudos to our, our lovely young queen for giving it a go my opinion on this is so we've we've got four here there are other roasts where this could have fallen safe and in the middle of the pack but the, there are other rows, so it probably, she could, probably could be bottom three at least. Oh, she's absolutely bottom. I haven't seen the rest, but oh, she's no, definitely no, bottom. But, but it's a small pool. L- let's see what else. They go- let's see who's next. Ella Day has won this challenge. Well, unless unless Kitty does better, or Vanity even, but this is very, very good. This I'm, is good. I feel comfortable again. Does it, there it is. There it is. I feel comfortable again. Because the last, the and we were watching Crystal, and I'm like, oh, you know, when someone's just not doing well, and you're just like a little bit like, oh, now I just feel like, oh, cool, oh, I'm actually at a show, I'm I'm watching someone perform. This is genuinely entertaining, and it's very, very surprising to me when she said that she didn't have much experience of this because that's not what I saw. I saw somebody who seemed like an experienced comedian. It's just funny. Yeah, she, she had said, jokes. I, I wonder. I wonder if maybe she has developed a bit of um, experience hostessing and stuff in her. She said that she's actually not been doing drag that long because she's been performing for a long time, but drag hasn't been part of her episode for a long time. But this is excellent. It really, really was. I laughed a lot. It was an avalanche from the first joke, the anus bus. That was good, and it just kept building and building and building until the like. It was just. And add-on after add-on, she came for Veronica. She uh-huh. came for the hairline, the triple threat. I enjoyed she that. She came for society. Victoria. She came for the girl, the, the the girls. She came for Ellen. I was just like, this is. It was it was very good viewing. I was I was I was pleasantly surprised. I didn't. I mean, I knew she was a great performer, but comedy is always. It's a different thing. And she is funny. She has the jokes. Hands down, the funniest so far. I'm going to make one little critique. Um, she didn't read herself. So? The the challenge was to read yourself, the judges, <clears throat> and the returning girls. Wow. Um, on the subsection three, paragraph four, <laughs> um, we're arresting you because you didn't. You um, you kind of. Missed the... I don't think she needs to be arrested. I think that's a little too far. But um, well, maybe they edited it out. We'll see. We'll see. I'm just saying it's something that maybe the judges could pick up. I'm saying she was super duper funny. She she was she. You know, one of the things that was just like funny is how she was like, Kitty is this, Kitty is that, Kitty has gout. Like, it was just like so stupidly like, you know, like, it was, it was funny. Yeah. It was just, it was just really funny. Uh, she could, she could even have stopped there. Very similar like Jinx Monsoon's, um, Michelle Visage is a whore, period. No, no she's, uh, Michelle Visage is so full of semen, semen period. period. Like, that's it. 
Like that is the joke. She is gout. Yeah. Full stop. Next joke. Like I thought that, that was that was that was clever. And what what also I liked is that when she um when Kitty tried to haggle her, she Wonder Woman the bracelet. That ching 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 ching. <laughs> she 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 Wonder Woman that right back. She like bounced that right back. She took the power She's back. Counter exactly. You know because whenever someone haggles, I always feel like they're trying to take power away from your performance. And now uh, she just kind of deflected that and took the power right back. Uh-huh. Um, and how Very she handled. There and I thought I was like, oh gosh, she is on a roll. She was very off the cuff with that as well, and very witty. Top marks for Oliver Day. The the jokes are crystal. The typecast. I love that one. Last week like she, she was went in. A robotic fashion girl. Talk about typecasting. Exactly. I'm a fan. This yeah. was this was very good. Very good. So, I am I overcompensating or is, yeah, you was are, she actually? <laughs> no, no, no. No, she was super good. She was really, really good. She's very good. impressive. It was very good. Okay, um, let's move on. I now. mean, that's, it's so easy. We can move on. Vanity Milan just uh, finished her set. Um, she looked beautiful. I'm gonna start. Um, yeah, let's you know, let's start and finish there. Um, like some gorgeous sh- sh- hip hop showgirl. Her comedy proves that she is a beautiful drag queen. <laughs> okay, the, and um, I think we can move on. <laughs> let, let let's have a little thing. What we there, there were a couple of chuckles in there. Come on, what were your highlights? No, none. You're looking at me with a puzzled expression. Um, well, she was beautiful. Like that weave and <laughs> that outfit was yeah. stunning. It was beautiful. She was beautiful. Uh, there were, um, to be honest, like the funniest bit was Veronica's heckle again. It was like, um, oh, she, what did she say? She said something. It's like, God, that's the shittest joke I've ever. The pee thing. Yeah, like, that's the shittest joke I've ever come up with. And Veronica was like, Are you sure? <laughs> The thing is, I mean, it kind of highlights why you don't want to go later in the pack because she started off with a very similar joke that was already just done about Anabus as the as as a yeah, as running the still because running. Um, we just heard that joke with the Queen before her when she says um, uh, when um. Who uh, is it? Was, yeah, no, yeah, anus bus. But then she says, "Which yeah, you're on the the bus." On the first week, like yeah. she kind of, or that joke was just done. So it was all like what she should have done is taken that joke out. Well, that's the thing. Michelle actually gave really good advice to Roxy in season five, didn't she? Because she did the walk around, yeah, the walk through, whatever you want to call it, um, during the the roast challenge. And mm. she said to Roxy, you know, uh, if you're later in the pack, if a girl does a funny joke and yours is similar, either take it out or make it funnier. Uh, I could be funnier than Alaska. That, do you remember when she said I that? I know. Can you believe it? And Alaska did a funny little... <gasps> oh! <laughs> I was like... Um, do you know what? I want to say this. Yeah. First of all, her husband only speaks Estonian. I think she's mentioned that before because she, she speaks Estonian. Why? So then I was... In my mind, I'm like, damn, she's got it. She's going to talk about her Estonian husband, how they can't communicate, how the key to a marriage is not communicating. <laughs> yeah. you know, I was like... There's she's, something funny yes, there. There's something funny there about the reason they get along is because they don't communicate, they can't communicate, or mm. something along the lines of non-communication in a marriage and how that makes it work. I thought, oh, great, she's got somewhere to go. She did not even... St- Stop. I was like, oh, yeah. okay, that was, I thought that was the biggest missed opportunity. I'll say that she does deserve points for reading herself and going self-deprecating. Unfortunately, unfortunately, I found the energy a little too sad, a little too defeated. 
and there wasn't enough kind of like joyful effervescence. Yeah, that's so true. That's yeah. what I think. It's I a bit like, remember Delta Works comedy, um, stand-up comedy in um, season three? That was a bit too sad. There's self-deprecating humor, and then there's humor that goes a little too far and it goes a bit dark. It was... There was no... I don't know what she... Th- I don't... I, I, I need to understand her energy walking into that room and giving this comedy roast because well, I didn't really feel much of a roast. Um, although she did say something that I, I found, like, very true. How, you know, how white people just boil chicken and use salt and pepper because that is all you use. I have never boiled chicken. Thank that, you very much. You boiled more chicken experience. than I've boiled. Thank Tom, you. Don't come for me. But I'm just I'm these are vanity jokes, You've not mine. You've also made more Tom, basic seasoned chicken than I have. One thing I need to say as well is that, like, girl, read the room. You are the only black girl. Not even RuPaul's black. Let's be honest. You're the only black girl in that room. Why are you bringing up like low key Beyonce? I understood the luggage joke. No, I don't think you would. I don't think any other white person would. Well, That's not like hardcore I, 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 hip hop R and B. I got it. What it with? It was when Beyonce said, go pick up your luggage. No, yeah. it's, it's, it's it's so off the cuff and like, I can't yeah. believe she even made a joke out of it because it's it's not even funny. I it know, just, right. There's I mean, a clip about Destiny's Child about Farrah. Farrah was like, what time's the last plane? Oh, and then Beyonce's like, well, you can just catch that plane. Um, and then Farrah was like, no, I don't have my luggage. And Beyonce was like, well, they can send your luggage. <laughs> And she's like, what, then I'd be four days without my luggage? She goes, well, it's either that or you missed your plane. It was just, it was, that's all it was. It was such a bypass comment that that doesn't, the luggage, I mean, yeah. I mean, it was just. She could have, she could have probably made us laugh a bit more about being the only black girl as well, because we've spoken spoken about it, about how it's, it's a bit of a homogenous cast. Um, and there's humour to be found in that. There's you can call that out more. Yes, I think. exactly. She could have yeah. called them out for not having many black people. She, she could have also said that there's been no black winners in the UK. So kind of like yeah. gone along that line of like fun guilt. Um, she could have been like RuPaul. What have you got against black girls? Why yeah. don't ever cast them in the UK? Or, or One thing as well, I got very awkward when she tried to pull a Bianca Del Rio. Mm-hmm. And I say that is because when the girl started heckling, she, I was like, oh, she's going to go off. She goes, oh, mm. oh. And she took the mic off and she walks up in front of the stage and goes to try read the girls but then she was like okay yeah yeah you looking like a like a like a like a a green thing i was like oh i was like no if if you can't off the cuff read people like you have a roller dicks of insults like have you seen that clip of bianca daria when there was that one guy at the at her set i think i've showed you this who came up and says when you have a mic you have to respect oh, people I've seen that you have to times. respect people um this is, she goes what's your name she goes the latina community pay our bills and then that's all that's all bianca needed yeah. and then bianca was like you know what i was the latina community pay the old bills and then she went off about yeah. like uh next time i watch your opinion i'll come to your drive-thru um so don't come in and place oh. your order with me i've you if you have not seen bianca do that you must go on youtube it's and a- see it bianca shutting down someone and i thought that 
the way that she took the mic off the stand and walked up to the girls, I thought she was going to do that, but it was not. And yeah. it was very awkward. And I was like, I'm uncomfortable. The, the thing <laughs> I'm is, very well, uncomfortable though, now. She, she knew. She knew that she was trying to do something and it didn't quite come I off. Did. And then, then the defeated energy gained a bit of momentum before the end. I mean, love vanity. This wasn't her moment. But, but she's pretty. She's beautiful. She's pretty. And you know what? You're a great performer. Oh, wow. <laughs> You're a great lip syncer. You should be getting another chance today. Um, <laughs> you know, unless Kitty can... Pl- no, she will be because she definitely yeah, is. I'm sorry, yeah. um, let's Let's have a look at Kitty. Kitty Scott Claus. Yeah. Take it away, Dr. Tom. Oh, Kitty was great. There were lots of laughs in there. Um, it was. I think it was probably no surprises, but exactly what we expected. It was just, it was what we've seen from Kitty all season. It was just condensed into a stand-up set. Um, I think there were lots of laughs in there. I guess some of her reads were like a little bit meaner than maybe I expected, but probably not meaner than you expected. Because I think, you know, given the discussions we've had about Kitty, do you know what I mean? She she went in. She did go in on some of the girls. So I um well I think that Kitty did a better job than Crystal and Vanity, so I think Easily. she's safe. Oh, totally, totally. But she, I think she did she a good job. Is not um taking anything away from Ella. I think Ella's got this in the bag. Ella had the most solid set, defo. Definitely. Kate, um, Kate made me laugh a lot. I loved her story about being mistaken for the mum. I I liked that. I liked that. That was cute. Mm. Um. I, in all honesty, I felt after that joke, it kind of just went a bit down. I think some of the jokes weren't funny. They were just mean th- things. So there's, some of them made me gasp a little <laughs> bit more than laugh. Like the one that actually did make me gasp quite a lot, because it was a clueless quote when, when she said to, to Chris, like, virgin, just a virgin can't who can't drive. Um, but like... Yeah, it's like she did She did read herself with that funny story at the beginning, but then she really went in on everyone else. And it's like she needed to get that reading myself out of the way so that she could do the bit that she preferred to do, which is reading everyone else. She was brave to go for Kathy Burke. Kathy Burke's a hilarious person. I would not cross her, though. Well, I, I really appreciate how she just wasn't phased by anything that was thrown towards yeah. her, Burke. She was just, like, laughing along. Um, Kitty was confident. Kitty was. She had. She had some funny moments as well. She's just got such a hostess energy oh, that has. even when she was mean, she kept that hostess energy. Yeah. She didn't let her face. She didn't let her it phase her. Um, so and we're better to be mean than a roast. Eh? This this is her job this evening. I will say I like that. I like that she came for Michelle and the Vogue thing. I thought that was cute because um, it was a big thing and it was that it was, was that was quite <clears throat> funny actually. It was it was a big thing. Yeah, uh, she looked at her notes a lot. Yeah, she was very reliant, a tad reliant on her notes. Ella maybe conveying her experience as a performer connected with the audience and had memorized her lines. Whereas Kitty was far more reliant on her notes. And unfortunately, that yeah, that did take the shine off it just a little. Yeah. But overall, I really enjoyed her set. She, made she didn't laugh. knock it out of the park the way that I thought she would. That's what I'm getting. I, I, I didn't. I'm not like... Are we using a sports analogy? It wasn't a home run, but maybe she got to third base. Yeah, halfway to third. Halfway, to, she didn't knock out of the park, but she Halfway was. To, to 1. She 5. was. She was um, safe. She's definitely. She made it safe, but um, I think Ella is going to get her fourth win. 
No, she has to get her fourth that's, one. That, I think that's on the cards, and that puts her in a very elite and special group. Kitty's got clauses safe, and the bottom two this week are going to be um, Vanity and Crystal Versace. Now, let me be very clear. Vanity and Crystal, okay? Drag is so expensive, and once you wear it, it's like you can't wear it again because that wow effect is gone. Listen, you are in the bottom. Wear trackies, wear comfortable sneakers, wear a hoodie because you're dancing tonight and you're lip syncing. So save that lovely drag for something else, okay? Save that lovely drag because, like, come off it. You are lip syncing tonight. So just wear something comfortable that you can twirl in, that you can do an Alistair Khan, that you can do an aerial, that you can do splits, that you can whatever. Just just be comfortable. Um, yeah, and I do see, I mean, I'm excited for the runway theme because it's Oh My Goddess, which sounds like a really gorgeous, stunning category. So I can't wait to see that. Yeah. So we have a look at the runway and then final verdict. Okay. The category is Oh My Goddess. And we're starting off with Crystal Versace. Uh, looking typically stunning. I mean, you told us to come out in joggers, but did she listen? No. No, she did not. How are you going to lip sync in there, babe? To be fair, it is a cat suit. She's just take the hairdress off, really. Um, well, if it's anything like um, Charitha Mays taking off there and then like focusing <laughs> the whole time. Try and put like a really slippery wig <laughs> on her head. I mean, she looks stunning, doesn't she? She looks like a sun goddess. She looks like Amaterasu. She's, she's given me kind of, you know, whenever I see like gold bodysuit like this i think galliano for dior in that like egyptian themed runway i think of the classic kind of mugler metallic c3p ho yeah uh, i just i feel like it's her character from last week in drag (laughs) but that i mean probably similar reference points to be honest like she looks stunning i love this sash it's vaguely reminiscent to me of jujubee's finale look in uh all stars five okay um but beautiful, beautiful sun goddess, loving. She this. is like this is fashion. Her makeup is flawless. The she's got inches on that weave. This is a look for a magazine cover. She can be walking down any runway. I just feel like this is just amazing. It's she's so 19 expensive. years old. Bloody hell! It, it looks expensive. The headdress looks heavy. I don't know if it is. Um, there's all the beading on there as well. And like the paneling on the gold, it looks so well made and expensive. That's an absolute stunner. It's a major tick for me. Mm-hmm. So Ella comes out and she says she's inspired by the constellation of Virgo. Um, so that's what the patterns are on her bodysuit, their constellations. Um, she looks beautiful. I love I love this kind of like blue hair on her. It's a gorgeous cat suit, lovely bejeweled cat suit, very the blondes. Um Beyonce, you know, I think it was that Givenchy number she wore to the Met Gala that time. Um, very, very beautiful. Um, she's got this flowing blue chiffon. Um, great. I mean, I don't understand the look, but it's. I mean, I don't. I don't know fashion the way you do. I think if 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 you were to ask me my personal opinion, um, if, if she's going for like a constellation space theme, I would might have gone for like deeper purples and stuff to represent space because I get more aquatic from these shades of blue. But that's a minor quibble. She still looks beautiful. I'm never been the biggest fan of nude illusions unless you're Shea Coulee and that Nefertiti 
look. This Who isn't are... really supposed to be a nude illusion, though. It's a cat suit. You can tell. Really? From... Is it not nude? Well, not really, because she's got the collar and stuff, and the bust line suggests that it's not really supposed to be. A nude... It's supposed to look like a, 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 a pale, jeweled cat suit. It's not supposed to be a nude illusion, this, I don't think. Oh, okay. Then, I mean, that doesn't make it look any better for me. Okay. Well, that's your personal taste. Um, Again, this is me coming for Ella because, you know, that's what I do. Because you hate her. (laughs) I don't. Um, I just, mm, I don't get it. I'm I'm allowed to not understand it. I mean, her face is stunning. Like from the neck up, I think she looks gorgeous. Her makeup looks especially lovely. Yeah, and that hair looks like I, I think she's she looks stunning. I just don't understand the outfit. That's fine. And you ain't lip syncing. Like you can lip sync in that costume, but like, <laughs> girl, you're you've won. <laughs> you've you've won this week. Yeah, yeah. yeah she that's looks just lovely. Me. Um, next up, we have Vanity. <clears throat> this is really gorgeous. She's giving me um, Ocean vibes. Ocean? No, not Ocean. <laughs> there's, there's, a, there's an African goddess called Ocean who, um, uh, there's, there's, you know, there are people who, who, who worship. In fact, Asia, Asia worships Ocean. She quite often puts posts up about it. Okay. Um, she looks beautiful. Um she uh, all these like chains and jewels again it's very kind of like that your kind of egyptian nile show but also a little bit like the chains and stuff give me like 90s chanel with all the gold chains and stuff um she looks really really beautiful she just looks amazing this is one of vanity's best looks she's stunning this week has been her her top two looks for me has been yes. on this look. The what she had at the roast and what she's wearing tonight. This is just amazing. I feel like she's gonna kick ass. I feel like she's gonna do like a concert. I feel like she's such a fierce. I feel like she's powerful. Yeah, Beyonce could black wear this, excellence. She? I do feel like the legs are a bit bare, but then I like seeing her legs. So then I take that comment right back. I, I think it works in the context because she almost looks like goddess battle armor. Yeah, she's bloody yeah. stunning. I think if, this is. If gorgeous. I were to give a minor criticism for the legs, maybe some. If she's going with that, maybe some shin guards would be cool, or or, or like um, a gladiator boot, or like a mouth guard. The mouth guard and the mouth guard as well to go with the shin guards. Tom, what else? A headgear. I, I think again, the, the headdress looks expensive and beautiful. Love the black chiffon trailing behind her. She looks every inch the goddess. I love. I this. love that look. I love it. I love her. Okay, Kitty's got claws. Took my breath away. This is with beautiful. This, look. this is very McQueen for Givenchy, nineteen ninety-seven, when they did like a whole Greek goddess-themed runway. This is um, I I love this look. This is beauty. I feel like she just come out of a, a huge oyster and she's a pearl and she's I just absolutely Venus. Uh, she's Aphrodite. She, oh my god, this is amazing. She could be one of the muses from Hercules? No. No? No. Is Aphrodite in Hercules? I don't know. Um she looks stunning anyway. This is amazing. She really hit wow. the on the head. She does truly she's really evoking Greek goddess. This is, that oh my yeah, I think I think you know Greek goddess is the way to go. It's the most obvious route, but she's done done it beautifully. Yeah, I think this is a major hit. Mm. Absolutely love this look. Well done, Kitty. Uh, look with the looks and the comedy set. Um, nothing's changed. The winner this week 
is going to be hell of a day. It just has to. She was the easily the best set. There's no competition. Um, and the bottom two are going to be Vanity versus Crystal. Because and actually, I think everyone looks beautiful on the runway this week, so it doesn't really make much of a difference. I know you, you didn't like Ella's out of personal taste, yeah. and also because you hate her, but whatever. <laughs> back it up, Tom. Just back it right up, okay? Let's have a look. Let's wrap this up. Congratulations, Ella. She enters the four winners club. Oh, you know, congrats, Where Ella. did she come from? <laughs> oh, my gosh. She's there with Bimini, Simone, Envy Peru. Keep uh, going. There are a few more. Sharon Needles, uh, Gigi Good. That's probably about it. Yeah. I might be I missing mean, there's, someone. Yeah, there's more, there's more, but congratulations. She is part of an elite It's group. a really elite group. Congratulations. Never been in the bottom Ella. two. Never been in the bottom two, which makes her even more elite. Well, Gigi Good is never in the bottom two. Mm. Um, I mean, it's a, congratulations. Also, um, the safe person is Kitty. As we pre-ducted... Uh, Crystal and Vanity are in the bottom two. It just clicked as well. I honestly think Vanity based this look on the Peter Dundas looks that Beyonce did when she was pregnant. Mm-hmm. Anyway, by the by. Um, we have a lip sync for your life, and it's to Hallucinate by yes. Dulipa, mm-hmm. which I quite enjoyed actually. Now, you know because this is what her fourth this is Vanity's fourth time in the bottom, and we've said it time and time again at this stage, if it's your fourth time, especially if you're now going up against someone who's in who's got two wins, but also it's their first time in the bottom, yeah. she has to have learnt um, the art of flying, breathing yes. fire. She needs to um, um, cryomancy, teleport, some sort of magic. Teleport, summon a dragon. Yeah, you know, bring someone back from the dead. Necromancy. She, she she needs. This is what she needs to do if she wants to stay. Because I mean, she's going up against um, someone brand new to the bottom. Let's talk about the lip sync. I, it really comes down to Crystal would have would have had to have either been quite bad. Mm-hmm. Um, for her to lose this. We haven't seen the results yet. We've just seen the lip sync. Yes. But Crystal danced for her life. I thought they were both fabulous and this felt like a real lip sync for your life. Yes. I think this is really actually a very good lip sync for your life and both the girls were amazing. I had to ask you, what do you call that move, Paolo? Turns out it's a fan kick. I enjoy fan kicks. <laughs> when Vanity did that fan kick, I really, really enjoyed that. Um, I love how Vanity's Fire has not been dimmed. Some girls get to their fourth lip sync and they're like, the odds are stacked against me. I'm not going to make this. But she she's fighting. But I fully agree with you that knowing Drag Race as we do, even though she's put up an amazing fight, Crystal's probably got this. There it, was a lovely moment in the middle where they connected and mm, the connection was, was initiated by Vanity. Yeah. And I thought that was so beautiful. That's that great. Was, that's we a seasoned like performer. That is a the way that she did that, and and mm. and, the, and just the the picture. I can see the picture of her doing it, and it's just such it's it's, it's art. She's she's just such a genius on stage. It really want, fitted the song because it's like an ethereal disco pop song, so it really fitted the moment. I liked it. I love the fight that we saw in Crystal, and you know what? This is what I wanted to see all episode because I I felt like she's been low energy. But she was splitting, she yeah. was jumping, she was hair whipping left and right. She it was so was. cute seeing Ellen also do uh, the, the hair yeah. left and right. I was like, it's so adorable. Um, but no one was killed off. There was there was no murder. No there one was, was no killed murder. off. 
But because of everything that's happened with track record, we have to say goodbye to Vanity. And it's a it's a lovely exit for her because she she's going out with a lovely lip sync. She yeah. um it's just that the odds were stacked up against her going into this lip sync. She looks beautiful. But also Crystal really fought for this. She really yeah. wanted it and I saw it and I love I loved that passion. She's looked beautiful all episode and this is a fantastic lip sync. So we do believe we'll be saying goodbye to Vanity, but let's find out for sure. And we're saying farewell to Vanity Milan. But can I just yeah. say this is a beautiful exit. It is. She was gorgeous. She looked stunning. Two amazing dresses. A lovely lip sync. So magnanimous to her competitors as she left as well. It was Truly great. Lovely. Yes. Um, what a sweetheart. I think finally in that moment, we kind of like, that was like a good conclusion to Vanity's story after she'd kind of been neglected story-wise all season. But this was a great episode for her in many ways. Top three, Ella. Kitty and Crystal. It is indeed. That is our top three. Probably I mean, probably a top three that people have had money on for a while, I'd say. Yeah. I had my money on. I knew that Kitty was going to make it to the end. She just, on, on day one, she just had some energy. She just had something about her that was just a drag. For me, what I like in a drag queen. And obviously Crystal was an early Sure, favorite. things have changed over the weeks, but like this is, the, I mean, this is a good choice. Crystal was an early favorite. And then Ella emerged, I'd say just a few episodes in, um, not halfway through the season, as you may have said. I knew since when Ella walked through those Absolutely doors. you did. I was like, you know what? She's a star. She's got it. She's got the X factor. Oh my god! I swear to God, if Kitty comes for me again, if Kitty comes for me next, <laughs> I'll be like, okay, guys, come on, please. I'll tell I, you what, I'll post Kitty's look in a minute and see if we get. A comment. Yeah, wow, that Paolo, really, <laughs> that bitch. Uh, anyone, everyone, thank you so much for listening to Spilling the GNT Plus. Make sure to follow us. Uh, sorry, make sure to join us next week because it's the finals. It is. And we will crown season three. We will personally be crowning. We will choose yeah. the winner of season three, Drag Race UK. But we've got Canada coming out in a few days. So we'll be seeing yeah. you very shortly. This is Paolo. And Dr. Tom. See you guys very soon. Lots of love, guys. See you soon.